0: Thank <laughs> you. Welcome, this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first
1: mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. All right, so uh, coming up, uh, I believe it starts Thursday or Friday, as the West Palm Beach Boat Show. Uh, so, so they're getting ready for that big event uh, down there in that neck of woods. Uh, we were looking at the ticket prices, typical for, you know, your boat shows, uh, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, kind of in conjunction uh, with those uh, similar twenty five a day, I don't know fifty a day, depending on what package you want to get. But then they got this new VIP experience, and it's a thousand dollars. I was like, "Holy crap!" <laughs> it's like, "Welcome to the boat show champagne room." I guess. Do they
2: do they, do they carry you around piggyback? I, I mean, what you know are you getting what for that thousand bucks? I I
1: would <laughs> hope so. Uh, that they're supplying a but actually, yeah, I think you go, you check in at some you know, fancy hotel or, you know, place, and then they shuttle you in uh, on your own little private, uh, I don't know, boat or something. They water, uh, it's like a water landing, I read. But a thousand <laughs> bucks, it's like, oh, my gosh, geez, you'd think you get a boat for that almost. But, Patrick,
3: Patrick, perhaps they shuttle you on a bus, and then you could watch people peeing in the corners. No, I'm
2: telling you, no, no, they was worth every dollar. Okay, <laughs> whatever it cost me, if I forget what it cost me for fuel to come down to Miami for that, that alone was worth it. And that video, do you not agree Barry? Does it look like I'm driving that bus? Yes it does. It does. Hmm. It was
1: do. funny.
2: <laughs> because I was. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, it's for the f- super yachts that are uh, in the market, I guess at the at the Palm Beach boat show.
2: Or so. the people That's an expensive who, cocktail, bro. Yeah. Ex or, uh, definitely Or the people who want to look like Maybe
1: could be a little bit of that going. Who knows? I mean, I know that's how uh, Barry the Boater is gonna, you know, do the Palm Beach Boat Show if he goes this weekend, right? Right, Barry.
4: I'll, I'll make a prediction. Uh, at least this one of the weekend. people that buy I'll those tickets. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll at least make a one. Prediction. Yeah. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah. At yeah. least one. At least one of those people is going to be walking around with a captain's hat on.
1: Okay. Yeah, that, I, I think that's right. That buy that thousand. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely uh, the high rollers that they're catering to because yeah, that's a pretty that, that's gonna that's gonna keep out the trash.
2: <laughs> so. You know that, that that would actually be a great bit if we actually did bits for this show would be to get Barry to dress up as uh, Thurston Howell the yeah, Third. True, and and I'll video him at the boat show.
3: Oh, Lovey, let's go check out the boat. Now, is Lovey uh,
1: Patrick. <laughs>
2: No, I'm uh, I am Gilligan. Oh, we okay. all know that. All you're, right, <laughs> oh, you're out. the skipper. Well, no, well okay. You, a, yeah, ask, yeah. If you ask Greg who I am, he's going to tell you Gilligan. So yeah. I just jumped to the head of Well, the line. you
1: just said Thurston Howell the third was going to be Barry, and then if you were right. going to go with him, I figured you know you'd have to be uh, now, Lovey,
2: dra- dressed up in drag. Yeah,
1: if you I mean that's up so to that's, you. That's I, I'm, where I'm,
2: that's
3: where I'm you going to judge. No, I think Dr- Greg had dressed up in drag once, so he's probably. Easy. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you and you and Patrick work it out. Go look at Scuba out. Radio. One of those shows you were dressed up and
1: uh, make it happen. Uh, yeah. We we have absolutely no budget for such an event, but feel free to to you know go out on your own for your own enjoyment. But yeah, that would be a fun thing to kind of just kind of crash the party if you had extra grand to blow and just just see who you run into. Yeah and uh experience it but anyway so there that's going on this weekend we'll see what happens uh, i'm not going to be able to go to the boat show because i'm actually going on a boat uh sunday i'm going to be going on the uh, new virgin voyages cruise ship
2: that's not a boat that's a ship well He ship, so did, did say cruise ship
3: right i did how big is this ship it's uh Easy. it's one of those
1: big monster boats yeah it's it's not, not as big as, like, the biggest Royal Caribbean cruise ship, but it's, you know, right up there with the Disney and,
3: you know. And they're not going to have go-karts or any of those other fun things. They, they don't do, have like, go-karts is, on
1: this one. They have no kids, which is a big they, win. And they spend some it? quality time over in Bimini, where, where we're going to go do some scuba diving, which is pretty is unique it, for a cruise uh, stop to go is to is that island. Is it as big the as Balmas. the
2: Norwegian Escape? No, it is not. Okay, because that one's I think that one's still grounded. Uh, I
1: no, I don't think it is. Actually, I think they let the people off the boat. It grounded and had some problems.
2: <laughs> and just it
4: just
1: up. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't. It didn't ground, did it? I mean, it grounded, but I mean, I think I thought they got back to the dock and let the people off and had to cancel a cruise or something. Uh, Mike's,
2: it, it, Mike, that is correct. Mike, Mike's it the, nodding
1: his head. Yeah,
2: it, it hit so. the seabed as it pulled away from uh Puerto Plata. Yeah, in uh the DR. Right, and that damaged the ship's hull. Yep. So that's that's a pretty that's a Pretty significant hit.
1: Absolutely, yeah, but but I mean, I believe they got everybody off, even though it was a major inconvenience. Mm-hmm. They had to cancel the cruise. I don't think it was, uh you know, totally ruined. They just had to cancel the trip and and you know do the repairs and get everybody everybody home. I don't know if they had to get them back from that uh cruise port or whatever. But yeah, I read about that. Yeah. That's
4: that's unfortunate.
1: Yeah,
4: i are going to have to dry t- dock it, I believe. Yeah,
2: yeah that's probably. What I would think. I don't yeah, think maybe. you can just. Well It was kind of they. Up. They said it grounded due to due to high wind. Mm-hmm. They got stranded overnight. Yeah, but they refloated and returned to port at high tide, so they had to wait for the tide to come in.
1: Yeah, but the people <laughs> on the boat were uh, happy as a clam. It didn't really affect their uh, their activities on boat. They just kept drinking and eating, and and they were fine. Well, that but was
3: part of that's the reason and, why it was sitting so low yeah well maybe but i
1: mean it, it didn't really affect them other than they had to cancel the rest of the cruise but they've been given like you know another cruise and a half or something bonus i mean i saw an interview with one of the passengers and they're like yeah oh, you know it was unfortunate but we just stayed on the boat and started drinking and and eating which what they pretty much do on a cruise anyway they just weren't you know, covering uh, much ground as far as going to the next port or whatever,
2: you know? Do you think there Do you think there might be a, you know, with all the different types of cruises that they have out there, you've got the rock camp cruises and the Broadway show cruises and, you know, all, all this other stuff. Do you think there's a market out there for a cruise where you get ground, the boat grounds att- intentionally, and then you're just forced to moor for two or three days stuck in one spot and just party like it's nobody's business? no well, why I, do that I just drive it. in circles that's right it sounds like he's that would get you dizzy mike
1: isn't that what all the boaters do uh on, a, on the weekend and go to the sandbar well, that's
2: what i'm saying i mean hey i can't make it to, boss i can't make it to work i'm stuck on this cruise ship it's grounded uh,
3: yeah, yeah. you have an excuse okay yeah so, hey? it was uh
1: it was a sandbar party we didn't realize it when we booked it at the time but you know it is what it is
4: i think it's I think you'd have too many environmental problems with that one, you know, running up on reefs and sandbars and things yeah. like that. I mean, they have their issues. <laughs> destroying grass beds,
2: yeah. Hey, there's no hey, question Greg, about you it. You said you you said you were going uh, scuba diving in Bimini, right, on this cruise? That is the plan. Yes. Um, and I'm sure you've already done this, but there was a story that posted uh, World of Boating, World of Boating on Facebook, and through the magic of the internet, it appears at World dot com at the, like virtually the same time. Um, posted a story about the uh, history of the Bimini Healing Hole.
1: Correct. Uh, I'm aware of this. Yes.
2: Uh, have you Have you dove that?
1: Uh, no. Uh, it's not really? really It's not really a thing where you, where you go to dive per se. I don't guess. I guess you could can, but uh, but I mean, look at me. Obviously, I've been there. I mean, okay. I, I'm a hundred year old man. I look like I'm in my 20s, don't I? The only I don't see this I on Facebook this. Live, YouTube, and Twitch.
2: and You're welcome. Because part of the article was, this underwater destination is one that has attracted snorkelers and scuba divers for years.
1: Yeah, so. I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, that, well, there's a couple of different sites. I was talking to uh, okay. my buddy, Neil Watson, who, who kind of started diving in Bimini. And, and it's, it's a site, but it's, you know, it, it's not like one of the primo dive sites, per se. I think it's okay. kind of shallow. So what, what it might it be more, it more for, for
2: salty or something. Uh, yes, it you is. You don't have to mock it for its personality.
1: No, no, yeah, I mean it is more. Uh, <laughs> it has more salt. Uh, kind of like you know, that's what they think the healing properties are from. Is from you know the the, the salinity. So you float like you know, like in, when you're in the Dead Sea. and uh, uh, they, they have the cool. same type of things, but it's kind of funky. I mean, it's <laughs> not really call
2: it the, the Dead Sea part too. Well, well it, it, they, you know, they actually they actually didn't mention Neil uh, Watson's. Uh, business in that article as well. Mm-hmm. As I guess. Well, he kind of started by. diving.
1: Uh you know, the first he was like one of the first diving uh well, he's operators. Almost 200 in, years old. In so you, you figure
3: it, it did work. <laughs> uh, he obviously
1: been to the healing hole. So uh you know, he's held up well over the years. But yeah, yeah, yeah it's uh it's a thing, I guess, okay. but but you know, I, it's not like a popular dive site per se in the big ski. I would have
2: figured you you pretty much have dove every spot, even the shallow ones. Uh, around the world it's kind of and that one being as close to florida that you hadn't actually dove. i really was expecting to say oh yeah i dove that well i
1: I actually we've been around it i don't know if i dove that exact spot because there's not much there from what i'm um, i'm told other than this little hole but
0: is it a lake
4: or is it what is it is it like
1: in the middle of the island? Uh, I don't. I don't even remember, Mike. To be honest <laughs> with you, I'm, I'm too. Sure. I'm too focused on the big animals that they have in the Bahamas. They got sharks. Right now, it's hammerhead season. Where you can go over there and dive with like 15 foot great hammerheads, and that's what we're planning to do uh, when we spend a day over there in Bimini on that Virgin Voyage boat. I'll talk about it when we get back.
0: More coming up. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network What will we do with sailor? Will we do with sailor? Will we do with
1: sailor the state, This is the World of Boating Gregor First Mate. That is me, along with uh, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. And uh, that's a little ditty there for Saint Patrick's Day this past week. And um, you know, uh, leprechaun's popular mythical creature. That they have on St. Patrick's Day. Well, when I go to Bimini, there is a similar thing in the Bahamas called the Chick Chorney. It's kind of like the leprechaun of the Bahamas. And uh, we're going to be on the lookout for that, you know, after our day of diving is done. When we're in Bimini on that cruise ship with Virgin Voyages. And then uh, we might have a cocktail or two. And that's when uh, you have a much more likely chance of experiencing an encounter with a Chick Chorney. So, now you know. Do you have the, to be
3: vaccinated before you find this thing?
1: Uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, probably after. Uh, you, okay. probably, you might need a vaccination. Panasonic will sure. fix that. If you yeah. see that, if you see a chick journey, okay. kind of like the leprechaun of the Bahamas. And, uh, you know, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll report back accordingly. Captain Patrick, what say you?
2: Uh, I say that we're going to move on to some stories that actually involve uh, boating. So, um. The about mid-year last year, we had talked about the MRAA uh, bonus points, if anybody remembers what that stands for. Uh, that's uh, the not,
1: vaccine technology they use to uh, curb COVID, right?
2: No, it's the Marine, Retail- Marine Retailers Association of America. Oh, they, they have started a uh, certified pre-owned boat program. Mm-hmm. And you are now going to start to see those boats probably show up at boat shows uh, or at dealerships. Uh, for a couple of different reasons. One, of course, they've launched a program. So if the dealership is a MRAA member, um, there is a uh, hundred and I think thirty-six point inspection. Now the the boats are limited to a certain range of years and uh, a couple other qualifiers. One, they only go back ten years, uh, so they're not going to certify anything that's more than ten years old. Uh, two, the boat has to be. Uh, certified marine industry certified uh for them to you know from the the manufacturer for them to go ahead and do the uh pre-owned program uh they if they if it does have that um the customers can buy it from the dealer they'll get a uh, 55 hour or three month limited guarantee uh probably figure that three months is going to go is going to be the one that gets uh Used up uh, just for the fact that most most people aren't using their boat uh, fifty hours a year. Unfortunately, Um, Mm -hmm. so with all of the new boats that have been sold the last couple years and the outstanding orders uh, for new boats that have yet to be filled, we know in the industry there have been more people buying boats that have never boated before. And the expectation is some people who thought that it was going to be a great idea kind of realize that, man, there's actually some work involved with this and they no longer want the boat or maybe their their status has changed and they, they, they need to sell it. So one of the things that we've also talked about the last year, year and a half or so is the expected uh, incoming used boats into the market. As well, which is good news, bad news, because you're going to find boats that maybe have got a year on them. Um, maybe a year and a half, low hours still have maybe the remainder of any, uh, engine warranty, any other component warranties, things like that. So question to you guys is, does a boat being, uh, MRAA certified? Does that, is that going to influence your decision on buying the boat or would you still go and get a pre purchase survey done anyway?
1: Mike the Mariner, what say you?
2: I, I would absolutely still get a survey done, but
4: I think it's a good thing for the industry uh, that you know the used boat market in general. It's kind of like Carfax for boats, right? Sure. So yeah, so so it, uh, like in, in my case, I mean my boat's older than that, so I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to have purchased, you know, uh, that.
1: Right. Yeah, Mike just froze. Mike, you just froze. M- mute your. Uh... Maybe you might want to mute your camera. I think he's having a tough internet connection today. But, uh, but yeah, I I, I would throw, I, I'd back him up on that, too. I mean, uh, that's just one more feather in your cap. If, if it has that certification, it's going to make you feel a little bit better about purchasing that used boat.
3: Barry, the boat or what say you? I agree. It would be like a seal of approval. But on my boat, I don't think there are 136 points that could that could even be a you know they can find them yeah you can't on. find 136 points on my boat it's too small um but do you think manufacturers have looked down a couple of years and have adjusted the number of boats that they're producing because they feel that there's going to be possibly a glut of used boats on the market that could affect
2: their sales nope no no way really they yeah. they just think they're it's making, all going to go i i I I know for a particular boat brand what the projection is. Mm-hmm. Um and that projection has not changed. Now, there could be a var- wide variety of things that occur, you know, at any time any type of a disruption that may eventually affect that, but as of right now, boat manufacturing plants it, it's build them, get them sold because these outstanding orders or these people are going to move on to another boat brand, right? And right now, even used boats that are coming into the market are getting snapped up pretty darn quick. Yeah. So you don't have it. it there's a constant feed going right now, so you're not seeing uh, that glut yet of used boats in the market. Will it happen? Hard to say. Um, you know. Again, th- we know from surveys that go out. With when people purchase new boats, uh, those who bother to answer the surveys, that again, more first-time boaters getting into the lifestyle. Some uh, have an idea of what's involved. Others do not. A lot of what comes into play there is, of course, uh, with the dealership and the boat delivery and a full understanding of the boat and the systems and maintenance and things like that. And that's what You know, in the past, I've talked about, you know, uh, having a boat concierge, if you will, at boat shows that you could sit down with and talk about your, your boating wants and needs and have them kind of direct you to, you know, the different models, brands that would fit what you are looking for versus kind of going in and looking for maybe the cheapest or you're getting one that's too big. That happens a lot where customers go in and they buy something and they realize, man, this this is just more boat than I wanted. It's more than I'm willing to maintain. And they wind up selling it. On the other end, people have gone in for the cheapest boats. And when I say cheapest, I shouldn't say cheap uh, as in uh, cost effective. Uh, And they realize that the boat doesn't fit their their growing family or their needs. They're underpowered, things like that. Bigger is better
1: is what they find out with
2: most, most things. At least that's what she
1: said.
0: All right, more coming up on The World of Boating. You're listening to The World of Boating Radio Network.
1: This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick. Barry, the boater, Mike, the mariner, rounded out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. So, yeah, I, I, you know, Barry has a, an interesting question, but I think uh, market uh, the, the market is just so strong right now for used boats, new boats. They just can't make them fast enough, the manufacturers. And as far as the used boats, we need more. I mean, remember Captain Rusty was on the show a few weeks ago, and he was just saying it's insane uh, the price that he is getting for used boats right now so uh you know the the market could probably absorb you know an influx of used boats going on the market uh you know or going up for sale right now so and if you
2: have one you want to want to sell this it's a good time if yeah, you want to get out of
1: it probably i guess too no right?
2: no better time and yeah. one that just recently sold we had the perfect boat for Jerry, the diver guy, Greg.
1: Yeah. Oh, he really? wanted to buy but, a boat but, to live on in South Florida. And yeah, but why? he
2: does. He does. In fact, not only would it have been the perfect boat for Jerry, it would have been the perfect boat for you as well. Since one of your passions is flying. True. Okay. Uh, that is true. The, uh, the USS Kitty Hawk.
1: Oh, okay. No, oh, he would, uh, that would give him a little uh, extra deck space.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> any, any idea what it sold for Greg?
1: Uh, I,
2: I don't know. Was it on eBay?
1: Like uh, yeah. <laughs> Greg? I don't know. Give me
2: uh, I, a number, a, any number. Ha,
1: ha, how big is it? What are, What is the size of this thing? Just it's so an know.
2: aircraft carrier. I
1: know. So it's like, what, uh, 300 yards or something? Or do you even have that in It's, info?
2: it's, it's, like one, thousand. it's one, 1,047 feet long, 252 <laughs> so feet About wide. 300
1: yards. All right. So. In
2: fact, it's too big to go through the Panama Canal. Right, that's it, how big it is. And it,
1: it, it, I don't think he uh, Jerry would have access to the dockage necessary for that. But
2: Does it matter. You don't need dockage. I say per foot.
1: Big. I'm gonna go. You know, uh, uh, I don't know, ten dollars a foot. So a thousand feet is what. Come on, accountant Barry.
3: Ten thousand dollars. Wow, that's just, it. Just to add a zero. Okay. Well,
1: I guess what, we'll. What I'll, I'll go hundred grand. Just
3: thrown out a number.
1: I was Barry, just trying to do it per of-
3: foot. Yeah. Uh, Any idea
2: what it's all for?
3: I'm going to say 50 cents. Ooh,
4: Mike. Uh, 10 bucks. Under a dollar. Under a, Under dollar? a dollar? What?
1: <laughs> Something's fishy going on here. Somebody knew somebody. You just wanted to transfer ownership, sounds like. We'll find out next, right here on The
4: World of Boating.
0: Listening to the World of Voting Radio Network. Come on, is what are you
4: standing around for here? Get on board. Get
0: on.
1: Okay. Take us there. Why, why don't you? This is uh, the World of Boating. Greg, first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boat around and out of the view Alright, so you have a aircraft carrier that goes up uh, for sale yep. and uh, somebody buys it for less than a buck?
2: So, the USS Kitty Hawk, uh, a uh, much-storied um, aircraft carrier, uh, battle-tested from Vietnam to the Persian Gulf and... It survived a collision with a Soviet submarine. Not only that, that, the collision with the Soviet submarine. I believe they got part of the sub's prop embedded in the hull. That they were then able to to then, hey, that's ours now, and we're able to uh, gain some uh, technology on you know the, uh-uh. the Soviet subs and their their props and you know acoustical signatures and things like that. Anyway, International Shipbreaking Limited. Of Brownsville Texas bought the ship last year for less than a dollar from u s Naval Sea Systems Command, which oversees the disposal of retired warships so less than a buck you got yourself an aircraft carrier kind of a uh there had been a move um, where there were a group of veterans that had served on the u s s Kitty Hawk and wanted to uh, turn it into a floating museum uh, such has been done with uh, some other Uh, aircraft carriers as of late. Uh, But uh, this one, it really kind of, the only one of its, I guess, remaining one of its kind, uh, because I think after that it went to the Nimitz class. Uh, Yeah, this
4: one was uh, the the final um, conventionally powered, you know, oil-fired aircraft carrier. All the other ones after that were Nimitz class and and forward uh, nuclear power
3: vessels. They were nuclear vessels. That's Wessels. Wessels. Yes. Wessels. Wessels.
2: Um, so moving on from that and, uh, a tip of the hat and a salute to, uh, any of our listening audience or or family members that served on the USS Kitty Hawk, kind of an inglorious end. I think maybe one that's not very well deserved, but that's what happens sometimes. And, uh, probably wind up in a washing machine near you in the very near future. Uh, Razor blades. Yeah, razor blades. Um, So, talking about used boats, the boat market as a whole, um, down in Palm Beach, a dealer is suing a customer that bought a $490,000 used boat. Any guesses as to what the dealer is suing the customer for?
3: Hmm. Uh, He used the head before it was in the water? Oh, uh, disgusting guess and wrong.
4: <laughs> Why did you wow. go there, Barry? Yeah, really? I, I had to think of <laughs> yeah, something. That <laughs> was that you, real? Barry? Did oh, you go there?
3: If that sounds like something that you would want to sue something someone for, is that the oh, first thing you, you test on a survey?
4: Him. Yeah, yeah. What's well, wrong? You do
3: that to at the boat show, and Patrick kept saying, "No, you can't use that."
1: Wow. Wait, wait what do you do that before you uh, make an offer? So you you're kind of driving the price down, Barry. You want to
3: make sure that thing works if you're going to pay that much money.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, how's the crapper? I ain't making an <laughs> offer until I know. <laughs> wow. Okay. We uh, found out a little bit more about Barry than we really needed to know. But uh, but just go ahead and tell us what what happened, okay. Patrick. So,
2: so the dealer is suing the customer for libel. Hmm. So American Yacht Group which is a Palm Beach County uh, based yacht dealer is suing a customer after that customer apparently posted. And I don't think there's any question as to whether they did or they didn't. I think they pretty well know at this point that they did post negative comments about uh, American Yacht Group on their Facebook page. So in a lawsuit that was filed in Palm Beach County, uh, American Yacht Group states that Marina Boy, what a great first name for somebody with a boat. Mm -hmm. And uh, Woznikowski and her husband, Michael, purchased a used 490,039-foot HCB yacht. Mike, I know you're familiar with that brand. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Wozniakowskis, according to the purchase agreement and the lawsuit, had the opportunity to have the vessel fully inspected and tested, but they declined. Right there. That that is the genesis of the story. Yep.
1: And so and, what what did they find? That it obviously it had some major uh, issue uh, and then she was so, like
2: not very so happy. What they what they posted was they had to replace the fridge, the air conditioning unit, icebox refrigerator, all the gunnel side pads. There was electrical issues, radio just turned on full volume in the middle of the night. Uh, they said the dealership falsified paperwork towards the motors. Um and as they wrote on here, we had Yamaha confirm local dealership was full of it. Um, so they kind of blasted all over Facebook. And the lawyers for American Yacht Group said the above statements and innuendo are false. And defendant published in false statements a fact and false innuendo about AYG to indulge ill will, hostility, cause harm and financially damage AYG.
1: Bury so, the boat or what say
2: you? Did the heads work? Oh,
1: boy. Why? That's Why?
2: important. <laughs> they, 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 they did not mention uh, if there were any issues there, but, you know, when we had Matt on uh, a week ago, and as we've talked about, and as we talked about with the MRAA, you know, the Certified boat Used Boat Program, as Mike brought up, even with, um, if this boat, let's say, had been MRAA certified, and it wasn't because that program wasn't in effect when this boat was sold, but if it had been, And if Mike was looking at buying this boat, Mike would have gone and hired somebody like Matt to come in and do a pre-purchase survey and potentially find any of these issues that may have existed that maybe the 139-point inspection didn't pick up. You're still going to go. You still should go and have that done. But here's the biggest thing to take away from this. Blasting a dealership on social media. Blasting a manufacturer, and I'm not just talking about boat manufacturers. It could be I don't care if you if it's a boat, if it's a car, a truck, what have you, isn't going to fix the problem for you. Nope. The the manufacturer isn't going to say, oh, well, Mister Jones is really unhappy and he's been blasting us all over Facebook. Let's go ahead and give him what he wants. You know that's not going to happen. What you have to do is you have to work with the manufacturer or the dealer in a in a conducive way to get the things resolved that you feel should be taken care of. And maybe you're going to get everything you want. Maybe you're not. Maybe the dealer's going to wind giving in some stuff and maybe even the manufacturer, even on a used boat might step in and help resolve some of these issues. But taking this tact, not only is it wrong uh, and doesn't resolve the issue in this case, you're getting sued.
1: Well, you could get sued for anything. Do we know if Marina actually reached out to them before she started going on social media or was that her first venue of choice to kind of get this resolved?
4: Even if she did, it doesn't matter. I mean, they they bought the boat without a survey and without – they bought this boat completely. As is,
3: I guess. As
4: is. Yeah. And and, uh, the dealer in in this case had no obligation to fix anything.
1: Well, I understand that. But, I mean, I just wonder, did she try – to contact them. And then did they say, Hey, sorry, it's your problem. Leave me alone.
4: Yeah. Well, and then, man, and man, she
1: man, got man, upset man. about it. I mean, <laughs> you know, I can understand. You can't say stuff that's not true. And if they can prove it's not true, she's in trouble.
2: And what, what like I gleaned from the article is that, yeah, contact had been made. They reported issues and the dealer, and uh, not going to say that they did this, but maybe in a similar case, maybe the customer would have called and said, You, we just bought this boat from you. All these things don't work. You need to fix them. And the dealer is going to go, no, we don't, versus you calling and saying, hey, you know, calling a salesperson that you dealt with and saying, hey, Bob, you know, the, this boat, listen, we love it. We've got some issues. Uh, was wondering if there's anything that, you know, the dealership, or maybe if you can contact the manufacturer that they can help us resolve, depending on how old the boat is, you know, there may be component warranties. So let's say uh, the refrigerator manufacturer, uh, the air conditioner manufacturer. There may be component warranties still in effect for those items that can help reduce the cost of any needed repairs. Sure. But, you know, you just don't know until you go in because I'll tell you, uh, the thing about the AC units needing to be replaced, as long as I've been in boat manufacturing, which I'm coming up on my 36th year, um, those units, and I won't say the brand, but one that's well known in the industry, which we have used primarily during that time, very, very rarely do I hear issues about the unit itself. Maybe something with a relay box or something like that. Most commonly with an AC pump uh, that's used to bring water uh, from the strainer to the unit. Really not part of the AC unit. But those units, it's not like those are getting yanked out of boats and changed out every five or ten years.
0: I mean, it's one of those things, inspire beware. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network.
1: Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Nothing. Go to world send us an email and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter
2: traffic sucks unless you're scuba diving with mike scott
1: mike glanced down at his dive computer it showed less than 50 psi left in his tank probably just a few more breaths
0: or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase
1: one bullet hit the jeep's windshield spider webbing the passenger side mike shifted into second gear and felt the jeep leap forward
4: I'm strong to the finish because I eat me spinach. I buy by the sailor, man.
1: This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. All right, so uh, don't blast your broker, your boat broker, your dealer in social media. Or, uh, you know, it, it's not the same as, like, getting upset with, like, the airlines when you they booted you off an airplane. Yeah, it might make you feel good to vent on social media, but, uh, you know, it, it better be the last resort. And, and I, I think the one thing you want to keep in mind for sure, regardless of what tack you take to kind of get resolution in your own mind, if you have a problem with a uh, transaction with a boat, boat dealer, manufacturer, whatever, broker, uh, you better be totally honest and not make up any crap. Because uh, if you ever say anything in social media that ends up can be proven wrong, you are definitely setting yourself up uh, for legal action. So be careful,
2: I guess. And in Palm Beach County, where the suit was filed, the minimum that you can seek to file a lawsuit is 30 grand. So um, at a minimum, the dealership is, well, they're seeking in excess of $30,000. They didn't give a high amount, but it's going to be at least 30 grand. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're, if they're successful and as they're a dealer, I'm not familiar with them, whether they're part of a larger group, uh, of dealerships, uh, kind of like a Marine max or a one water. But, um, if they are, they got legal, uh, as probably part of their, uh, business, you know, their own division and they'll do that stuff all day long. Yeah. So, yeah, for, well, them
4: to, for them to take the step of actually initiating a lawsuit, their attorneys feel very, very confident that they're going to win the case. And that's
1: right, because I was going to say that's a pretty high bar uh, when it comes to libel and slander like that. You got to be able to prove it specifically, like, hey, they said this, and this is provable that it is not true. So that you know, uh, you know, if they're they're going that route, I mean, they obviously yeah, somebody might have overstepped their their bounds or let, let let their emotions get hold of them a bit too much. So you got to be careful uh, in that regard, because even if they don't win, who wants the headache? You know what I mean? You know, and I I understand using the public social media channels to kind of put peer pressure on them. And that's probably what they were thinking of. But, you know, yeah, you got to be careful when you do that kind of stuff, too. And just look at the other side and understand that uh, people usually don't react well when they're attacked.
4: (laughs) Yeah. And there's a couple of things there, you know, like the the dealer probably never wanted to come close to an event like this. Sure. Right. Because, you know, now their name's out there and they're they're, they're suing a customer. It's not Mm -hmm. good for them either. No, Uh, But but at the same time, they have to defend themselves for what happened. You know, the the boat, the boat buyer made a huge mistake buying the boat without doing a a survey and uh, really understanding what they were getting into. And then they blew up the the, the, the dealer on social media um, and, and, and likely caused them harm. So, you know, right. it's just a bad situation all around.
2: Yeah, it doesn't well, sound I'll, good. I'll say that, you know, there are a lot of companies out there, boat manufacturers among them, that in their marketing departments, they have an employee or several that do what? Monitor social media. Uh. So when these things do pop up, They're either contacting the customer to see how they could help. They're contacting the dealer or they're contacting the customer service department in, no, or they're contacting customer service department, you know, within, within the company and saying, are you aware of this? Have you heard from this customer? You know, is there something we can do to help? But it's, it's amazing that people will be more apt to go on social media and vent and blast instead of picking up the phone writing an email, hi, my name is, I bought a, yes, I bought a used boat, or I bought this brand new boat, and I'm having a problem with the dealership, or I'm having a problem with the engine manufacturer, can you help? But uh, more people just want to go on, I don't know if it it makes them, it gives them a sense of uh, feeling powerful, uh, or having people jump on and say, yeah, you're right, they're terrible, you know, you go get them, guy. Meanwhile, that guy's kicking back. saying so like, that guy ain't going to get nothing.
3: Mm-hmm. I have uh, I remember, I think Boat US would step up and help their boater if they were a member of Boat US. And it was a legitimate issue.
1: Mitigation type thing. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Sure. And, and sometimes, you know, they, they had the ability to, you know, entice both parties to come up to an agreement, sort of like Switzerland, you know. Yeah they were <laughs> well <a> tremendous <laughs>
1: Once again the moral of the story is to protect yourself from getting in that situation in the first place. Get your survey, get you know, get all the levels of protection you can so you don't find yourself in a situation where you're trying to figure yep. out uh, a, some other way to get some relief.
2: Patrick, what say you? Yep. The the more well I'm going to go on to the moral of the last story and okay. the moral of the last story I got to ask this question. Greg, what kind of cooler do you use when you go out on a boat? Oh wait a minute, that's right. You're you're, you're just a passenger. Uh, Mike, what kind of cooler do you have? A Yeti. Mm. Barry? Uh,
3: it's a Coleman. I think Coleman. You know, the big white. Big old white ones. cooler. Gotcha.
2: Yeah. All right. So uh, this past week, four men were rescued from the open waters of the Atlantic Ocean between Deerfield Beach and West Palm Beach. Obviously trying to make it to the boat show. Um, yeah. When their boat sank near Dania. Uh, incident happened just before 2 p.m. They launched a 20 foot console from Port Everglades earlier in the day, but encountered some trouble. Uh, they, as their after their boat went down, they managed to stay afloat by
1: using their coolers.
2: There you go. Hold on to
1: the cooler. And then, you know, it was like happy hour to boot so maybe well, that
2: helped them well that's where the
1: beer was. yeah exactly yeah you know what <laughs> it's like, so hey we can't beer, let this it. thing sink start drinking <laughs> 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 it forget the throw cushion yeah. yeah the beer's in the cooler another good use for your cooler there you go thanks to your friends here at the world of boating and on that note we'll wrap it up till next time remember whether it's sail or motor life is, life is life better, is better as, as a motor. motor safe boating everyone
0: a barnacle bitten swab world of boating is brought to you by world your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computers standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. <laughs> TTFN. Ta-ta for